systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Monday, October 26, 2015. Oh, my name is Matt. I'm BJ. Oh, my God. And special guest in the studio, all the way from our most fucked up state ever. What's up, MDS? Woohoo! Glad to be here. Thank you. Uh, as you heard on the last episode, we had a contest, kind of a raffle of sorts. We raffled off tickets to come hang out with us and smoke legal recreational weed in two states, not just one, nay, yeah. two states. Crossing state lines and shit. And, uh, well, the only one who submitted was this guy, and so he won. So, hey, welcome here. Or was I the loser? That, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. How, how do you feel? This is almost the end of your trip. Do you feel like you're a winner or a loser? I think I was a winner. I'd like to stay here another week. You got one more one more day, well, one more night here, yeah. and then you're, uh, you're going to go do a little sightseeing? What, yep. what do you, uh, what's on the agenda after you... You leave us. Going to go see the mountains. Uh, you're down here on the coast. Not a lot of mountains here. Mm. Going to go up and see Mount St. Helens. They got flattened 20, 30 years ago. And go see the big mountain, Mount Rainier. Mm. That'll be fun. I've seen them from afar. Like from Hempfest, you can see uh, Mount Rainier off in the distance uh-huh. uh, from Myrtle Park. But yeah, I've never like actually been up there. There's supposed to be a lot of good camping and hiking and, and all that shit up there. So Well, you're only two hours away, so you just pack the baby in the I trunk know. and it's it's a long two hours. I am actually I've been collecting all of the foam and the like the padding from all the shit we have. Like we yeah. we get shipped a lot of stuff because there's no stores here. So uh, I've been collecting all the peanuts and everything, and I think I've almost I, I have enough to fill in the trunk. In like a little baby shaped, and then you can just set the baby in there like a packing, like you'd pack a box. Oh, okay. And then it'll be all protected, right, from the foam and the and the the bubble wrap and and well, it'll, yeah. Well, we were talking about the other thing to do with those peanuts is we could make a raft and put it out on the river, and send you out Viking funeral style. That is also true. Peanuts float. So I almost made the mistake. The the kick that that'll make Matt's we got go. If you're kicking the table, it's on. Are you kicking tables? He's kicking tables. That's all right. We got a we we got a new health stone in today. It's actually it's a a piece for the Sasquatch. I got a health stone that fits in here, and I totally forgot that. Well, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Every time it comes, they they send stuff in a box of peanuts, and we're outside smoking. I was like, oh, cool, this must be... And, like, I started to open it, and then I was like, wait a sec, these peanuts are going to be everywhere. So we we didn't. So now they're everywhere in here. Um, but that's okay. And that's how we got <laughs> talking about alternative uses for peanuts. Right, and that's how we were going to build a ship to float the baby on? No, me. To yeah, float me maybe on. you. Me or the baby. We could shoot the bow and arrow, like in Game of Thrones, <laughs> try and hit you. bow and arrow. That's awesome. <laughs> So you uh, you knocked out a couple of things on the old bucket list. You've been to states now that you have never, ever even heard of. 
I've heard of them. Like Oregon? <laughs> You've never heard of them. They're Oregon. a long way away. It's, it's out of sight, out of mind. And uh, right. <laughs> as, as as we were talking about, it's the tyranny of distance. It's ah, a yes. long freaking way from Florida up here. Yeah. Cross country. I've, I made that drive a couple times. Yeah, me too. Probably not as horrendous as being on a plane just because you got to deal with like the plane and sitting in the in the terminal and all that shit and that that I'd rather just be sitting in a car like in my control. Yeah, well, the horror in a car is more slow motion. It's after right, right. Eight, eight days to get across. But, but you, th- it could be interesting, though. You see some weird shit on the road, mm-hmm. especially cross-country driving. Well, like driving east to west, and uh, your buddy told you Chicago was halfway, <laughs> and you get there and realize he was really Wait wrong. Wait a second. <laughs> this is not even close you, to halfway. You're just getting started when you get to Chicago. I still have to cross Your buddy lakes. told you that Chicago was halfway here? I yeah. think your buddy was trolling you, first of all. <laughs> that was not very nice. So we did. We went and bought some legal recreational marijuana. Yeah, we did. Right here in the beautiful state of Washington. Made you buy it, actually. Well, we didn't make you. You offered. You you tricked me. You said it would be an experience. It was. It was like literally you go to the store and you're like, oh, what weed would I like today? And then... You get overtaxed on it, and yeah. but you're not a criminal, right? It's the price to pay to not be a criminal and to have that access, I suppose. Yeah, but it's like the experience of buying gas or the experience of buying a <laughs> six-pack of beer. I don't know. Well, it Just is. Wasting beer beer money is on exactly what it is commodities. now. Like yeah. years ago, beer would have been this experience. In Prohibition? Yeah. They did it well, way more on point, though. Here, oof, <laughs> we do not... Have places that you can just go and hang out, and there's like people just smoking, and then the knock mm-hmm. on the door, and like everything turns around, and you're like at a church service. Like the speakeasies back in the prohibition days, if if what I have been shown from television is true, then all of those things rotate around, and then there's the guy like serving water, you know, like mm-hmm. they, they had a lot of tech then. BJ, you know what he's talking about speakeasies. with the rotating thing? The what the rota- that, what's the rotating right, like part? You pull the bookshelf out of the book out of the oh, bookshelf. Oh, the secret and, door. Right, right. Okay. So all the speakeasies, they had those things set up, right? To where like the, the Kino table would flip over and it's okay. like checkers. Like in then, Young Frankenstein yes. where put yes. the candle back. Exactly. <laughs> but like you don't see that kind of cool shit with weed prohibition. It's just like I would call my friend and then wait for his fucking stoner ass to get up. And then wait for his stoner ass to like actually make it to my house with weed. Hopefully he remembered to bring because that's why he was coming over. And like, and that's it. You didn't go to a place and have you know the speakeasy experience. It stoner life does seem to be a lot of waiting, right? <laughs> if I had a nickel for every fucking hour I've spent waiting, you're waiting for somebody. Waiting for something. It's not as bad as with other things like uh, tweaker time. I don't know if you're that if is either horrible. of you are familiar with the no no tweaker not time. really. Tweaker time is the worst time. What what happens at tweaker time? Tweaker tell time. Him. You tell him tweaker. What happens? Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, you your buddy gonna call you up and he's gonna be like, "Yo, Bajizzle, I'll be over there in like five minutes." Yeah. Okay, I'll see you soon. So. I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, I got to be to work in a half hour. Fuck, there ain't no way I'm going to see that person today. Like, <coughs> So five minutes turns into, into well, like, I better do this line real quick. And then that turns into the loop of, of 
tweaking that one might get into, right? When you when you do some now, tweak. I gotta wash my counter off because right. I don't oh, want that line I to gotta, be there when I you I, know. I gotta take all this stuff and I gotta move it over here, right? And then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wipe this up and then I'm gonna maybe move this over slightly. So each one of those things takes time. And before you know it, it's three hours later. But if you're the one waiting for him... um, You're not on tweaker time. You're on, I'm getting pissed because I'm about to get late for work and I need my tweak. So if you're waiting for a guy, it's the same waiting for a tweaker as for a stoner? No, no, no. You won't be waiting near as long as uh, on tweaker time. Because tweaker time is a 24-hour clock. Uh-huh. That can sometimes go into the next day, early morning, next evening, perhaps even the day after that. But being the good tweaker, you are not on tweaker time. You will patiently uh, wait, or you will blow up the phone of that tweaker and probably all the other tweakers. So if <laughs> if you can get, I think the equation is five tweakers, yeah. all on tweaker time, all on the same thing, like trying to bring you some drugs. Uh, one of them will eventually make it to to you. Okay. Time. Hey, I learned something within but five hours. <laughs> stoner time is is different because you don't really. It's like okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna need some weed here, and then they're like, yeah, I know, I'll I'll get around to it when I get to it, and you're both just like, meh, whatever, it'll happen when it happens. But tweaker time, and then and then there's like pill opiate time, which is even worse because that's that's the time where you're actually texting or calling every two minutes. To be like, where? What's the update? Where's the ETA? Is it there yet? Is it there yet? Is it there yet? You know, oh. like that kind of. And so, yeah, there, there's all sorts of. Do you get time it? Is it blue? Is it pink? Is it green? I know. What should I be getting ready for my ritual here? What is the route of administration here? <laughs> but you haven't seen opiate time in a while, right? No, I haven't. That's it's good. It's been nice not having to wait for things like that when your body is like eating itself apart. Because there's nothing that shit will will slow time. Uh-huh. Yeah, it will turn your seconds into minutes. It'll turn your minutes into hours. It's agony. Well, you're looking good, looking like you've been avoiding the uh, nasty stuff. Yeah, you've you've been here for three years in a row when we first started the yep. show. Yep. And then we took a little break from doing live shows uh, during the great breakup of well, whatever year that was. And then, uh, yeah, all of this movement out here. So. You've seen us at all the stages of of life, right? The, like the six stages of the, grief. The beginning where it's like honeymoon <laughs> phase and we're like three days a week, podcasting's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we're gonna be rich, we're gonna be superstar, and then like, oh fuck this. This is like turning into a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't and then like all the drugs that goes in with yeah. that and yeah. And then I Tell you, you don't really think you're going to make a living at this, do you? Oh no, no delusions of grandeur <laughs> oh, here. You, you never thought of that. Mm-mm. No, we were two years too late to actually make that a uh, possibility. I think '06 was the year. Yeah, yeah. All the all the like real big shows. Uh, oh yeah, dude, and and all that. They mm-hmm. like they all started '06. We were '08. We were just we were so close, but we were a little too late. But that's okay. Back in the day, we we spent a lot of time this weekend talking about all the Kalispell gangs. I know, ran, a lot of back in the day. We were. It's interesting because for someone that is from a state that's across the country, that tyranny of distance, you have a lot of mutual friends of ours, either through stories of the show or through actually meeting them from from your visits. Yeah, I can so rattle cool. off fifteen or twenty people I know in Kalispell. It's crazy. More than I know in Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
for sure. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, we watched a little, uh, got caught up on some shows. I gotta say, I, th- I thought this was amusing. And it wasn't just uh, Mr. Scott Jordan from Scotty Vest, but it was kind of the whole internet, which was weird. You know how the internet's usually like pretty, they're pretty like on point as far as spoilers of shows. Like there will be yes. giant all caps, like spoiler right. alert. This fool just got killed in that show you're watching, you know, something like that. And when they don't like people get pissed, right? Like they uh-huh. are, they have a weird emotional attachment to these, these shows. And so I'm like reading on Facebook, like, Oh my God, guys, did you just see the walking dead? I can't believe they killed and then, like, they had the dude's name, and I was like, I was looking at it, and there's like two likes, and then like 30 comments. And I'm like, ooh, this should be good. Click, ah. <laughs> scroll. You're cruel. And it's just like, oh man, he invoked the rage of of the nerd populace that is clad in in Scotty vests, and so much, in fact, that he went and had to edit the post, remove the gentleman or lady's name. See, I'm not gonna tell you who it was. But they, uh, he removed the name and then put in like blanks, right? Like, uh, like underscores. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe they killed. <laughs> it's so good. But then, like the rest of the internet, I guess, had gotten the the same troll uh, there. So it was weird. There were so, articles about the spoiler of the show that was getting spoiled. It was a very meta thing i haven't experienced yet here. and did you see all that before we watched the show this morning i did i did and so Were you I, kinda, pissed? I knew who was gonna get killed but see personally i try not to have silly emotional attachments to shows that are designed to make people either think a certain way or buy a certain thing as these are so a few years ago i remember walking dead was all you could talk about me you're just so into it just, I think, killing zombies in general, maybe? The metaphor for... Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Or maybe you just lost no, the passion. No, I've watched... I always... I never, like, focus on one show, because the way we watch them. So I can watch multiple. I feel like I was never that into one, except for South Park. Okay. <laughs> but maybe. I, maybe not. I, I'd have to go back and listen, which I will probably never do, but... Correct. I could, or better yet, one of you could, and then let me know what I thought about that and how in, into it I was. Okay. So we'll get right on that. But it is—it's interesting, <laughs> like the phases that people go through in regards of what they're watching and what they're scared of. We had the whole vampire craze, we had the alien craze, we had like the time travel craze. It's kind of like a pulse of what the people are either scared of or. Or thinking of, and we're we're right now balls deep, right? Two just deceased zombie balls deep. You think in, we're at peak zombie? I think we're at peak zombie here. So much, in fact, that in New Mexico, a gentleman there was watching, and not just watching, right? They were binge watching, yeah, Netflixing, and chilling, if Uh-oh. you will, right? Some Walking Dead. Uh, twenty-three years old. He was beaten by his friend, another twenty-three-year-old. Uh, and he did it because uh, they were watching the the show. They were drinking just a little bit, right? They were they were watching the show drinking, and uh, he thought his friend was starting to turn into a zombie and and tried to bite him, and so he beat him to death with his hands, feet, an electric guitar, a microwave, you know, just just whatever was laying around. Well, I I think we can CSI this from. Afar, with your knowledge, uh, sure, sure. What, what do you think was the uh, 
drug that was involved. I here. would probably shot in the dark yeah. here. I would say bath salts, perhaps. Only because the track record of bath salts has some zombie-esque attributes to it, I guess. More deadly than weed, I think. Definitely more deadly than weed. Perhaps some of that Waka Flocka shit that makes people crazy. I mean, there's all sorts of, of variations of, of that. But, huh. uh, and if yeah. they had been watching that many episodes of it for that long, by the sounds of that, there was probably some meth or speed of some sort prior. That would give you the good psychosis and paranoia. That yeah. would be like... And then you get a bad batch just, where your buddy's trying to bite at you. you just try and bite me? Hold up. Did you just try and bite me and then microwave to the head? Just nearest I like. I like that they were just close enough to proximity of the microwave that like that was brought in as a weapon. Like usually... You'd have to move the fight into the kitchen yeah. where all of that stuff. They were just like microwave, electric guitar, a knife. Like he had the whole. It's like they were playing the Walking Dead board game. Now the problem we got with this is everybody carries the disease already. So the fact his friend wasn't dead, he should have known his friend wasn't dead. If anything, he was making his friend yes, a zombie exactly. by killing him. Well, except that he did beat him about the head area. So that is. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're gonna, if you we'll want to kill that. somebody and make sure they don't come back, using Walking Dead rules, got to beat them about the head. So, is this more or less gruesome than when blank 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 mm. bit it in Walking Dead this morning? Mm-mm. Interesting. Well, I I would say more because that was like the herd. Yeah, literally, and I don't want to spoil it, but literally the whole herd basically was like, oh, hey, buddy, <laughs> bared down. So. Microwave is worse then. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Worse than getting your that entrails yanked out of. Oh yeah. Oh. You know, Do you remember that? The the uh, in the what was that? Was like one a... person beat your head against the wall, or like the whole house tumble down on you at once? It depends. The house isn't pulling your entrails out of your stomach while you're still screaming. So you know. I like to think, like, the house would be like the Wizard of Oz when they dropped it on that one chick, right? Quick death, it, quick, slow death, I guess is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a quick death. Yeah. You don't ever want to see your own guts. Probably not a good... I mean, unless it's like a, a endoscopic uh, video. Ca- camera up the butt. Right, yeah. or camera up the butt. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, curious, I, I did see uh, some postings on Facebook about some uh, older gentlemen getting... Some some cameras up the butt. Uh, is that something I have to look forward to, or am I? Do you have a camera up the butt when you were? You got some gray hairs there. Like how? how... I'm not that old. <laughs> but did, have you had the camera up the butt yet? I'm resentful that you're even asking me. I'm just curious what I have to look forward to because I saw a lot of postings um... on Facebook this weekend about that. And they were uh, a little older than myself. So I was just curious if they did something to have to get a camera up the butt. Because if that's the case, I will avoid whatever that was. Uh, But if you just have to, everyone has to. Then I I have not. um, But everybody tells me, oh, it's nothing to worry about. It's not a big deal at all. (laughs) That's what they all say. You haven't seen my doctor's hands, have you? I think they're just trying to trick you or or they're trying to put the karma... Or the pain onto somebody else. The anticipation. Yeah, so I, I think they get the laugh when somebody else gets it. So it's it. not something you have to. It's like voluntary. I don't like, know. Oh, I my don't butt know. feels seeing... weird. I better see what's up there. I mean, I, I, I'm more of the patient than I am the doctor. Okay, fair uh, enough. Fair so enough. I, I can tell you what's happened to me. 
I can't tell you a lot about so why. So when you had a camera up the butt, oh. how how did that go? Well, and, unless there was a camera <laughs> on the end of that finger, oh, uh, so no, I have f- not gotten okay. the camera. Maybe she put a a camera on her finger like and didn't glove tell me that had five little cameras in there. I don't think she had all five fingers up there. Like three? What are we talking? Two, two, one. What okay. kind of guy do you think I am? You're talking colonoscopy <laughs> type stuff. Now. He doesn't kiss and tell. Hold on, <laughs> Matt. You're talking colonoscopy type stuff. That's that, the camera. My my shit yes. is not worn so what's out. The other one. It... <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It was not like a hot dog down a hallway, if that's what you mean. <laughs> I was crying, and she gave me bus fare when it was finished, though. <laughs> so what? Which? What's the other one? I thought that's that was a no. So the col- the, the colonoscopy is that's the camera up the butt. Yeah. That's... So what's the finger up the butt? Prostate. So that's that's, Friday. Friday. that's Friday prostate, night. baby. Yeah. Friday night, Saturday that's, morning. That's, uh... <laughs> Prostate buy me, exam. Let's buy me a beer. Right. It's uh, just simple done. Like, yeah. but in and out. Yeah. No, the camera is more in depth if you if they assume if the you finger have an can't issue. Reach. Or if if the, the finger, finger finds an issue, <laughs> does the finger find it like it just feels? And it's like, well, this doesn't feel like a healthy bee hole. What's well, that? <laughs> like, well, if you okay. had really short fingers, like the guy on that uh, Herzog documentary today. He, oh, he would not be able to watching. do it. I like come in and there's in this Antarctica. weird guy. He sounds like the Swede from Hell on Wheels. I'm like, what are you guys watching? And his index fingers are really short. Really? An, yeah, an, they're about an, as long as his pinky. Antarctica di- uh, documentary. Ah, about the great poles and the portal that takes you to Middle Earth in the poles. That's interesting shit. It was weird. Some ancient aliens cool. stuff. No, it was all no, modern what? scientists that were very strange. Yeah, yeah, the, you got to have an interesting like character type to want to do that. To live in Kalispell? I kind of wanted to go <laughs> live at the research station in Antarctica after I saw it in that other documentary about how we're all killing the ice up there and yeah. polar bears. That was a different one than the one you guys watched, but yeah. And those scientists, also a little quirky. Hmm, interesting. I've seen both. Interesting. Seems like a lot of men. A lot, a lot of, an awful lot, awful of men. lot of strange <laughs> scientist men. Uh, <laughs> I liked the scrawny dude who was like talking about how he um he's like, well, I just describe us as everything trickles down. And you're there. <laughs> All the loose ends that yeah. people try to get rid of. Well, we end up here. <laughs> Uh, that's that's cool though. That would be an interesting. I mean, just to like do it for six months or a month or like a week or something. You know, that'd be fun. I think. Yeah, but you go all that way, and all, all Herzog discovered was a bunch of crackpot armchair philosophers. Well, see, Herzog, I enjoy his filming style. He always asks the wrong questions. I think he Is needs that his to, problem. I think so. As from and you know, just from filmmaker to filmmaker. Yeah, I just want to give him a couple points. Like ask. The right questions, dude. You're asking the wrong weird questions in your weird voice. Hire a narrator and then have your team of writers ask the right question or have the narrator ask the right questions. Have you been cranking out films lately? I don't I must have missed them. Me? Have yeah. you not seen all of my reviews on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> From what? The stuff From, owners like these. Oh, the lit email, the quartz castle, the nectar collector, the fake nectar collector, the 
Fuck the the Phoenician Grinder. Oh, I, you're so you're many. calling those films? They're short films. Okay, but yeah, they are That's films. Okay, films, yeah. they are and, films. And but you do have a narrator. Yeah. Okay. Myself. Okay, I take it but back. Yeah. Well done. She's in some of those films. My bad. Yeah. I am. We we did different styles. We filmed one like a sitcom. I think that came out well. Uh, What's done... the deal? What's the deal with all this pot, you guys? <laughs> I don't know. People just keep sending it to me and asking me what I think about it. And I'm like, oh, this is good pot. Then there was one where he threw lots of weed at me. Yeah, I threw weed at her uh, at one of them. We were getting her to train to be able to do weed reviews because I was swamped. (laughs) And so she's doing like push-ups and jumping jacks and I'm throwing (laughs) weed at her while she's doing it. And she's trying to catch them and smell them and tell me what strain it is. And I'm like throwing. (laughs) That one came out actually pretty good. I'll tell you, Windows Movie Maker on point <laughs> not bad not bad <laughs> not bad at all so speaking of weed again what what did you think of the whole i mean it was just just like a grocery store type experience i mean did you have what were your preconceptions of the legal weed like thing and then like uh, how true was it i i think it's pretty much uh dead on uh i've seen a, a couple of documentaries or it's on the news and stuff. They go into the dispensary wherever it happened, California. A lot seen of the a couple time. of my short yeah. films. It, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was cool comparing the Washington and the Oregon styles, though. That was cool because I haven't been to Oregon to yeah. buy recreational weed. Yeah, that was really different. Yeah, what did you think? Well, about Oregon down was there different. to let everyone know, like uh, in Washington, there are there's a separation between medical and rec, and there are different stores. Like you ha- you can either be a medical or you can be a recreational uh, shop. Uh huh. In Oregon, they basically took all the medical shops and said you can also sell rec now, but you can only sell certain things to certain people, right? Like if you're a medical card holder, you can get extracts and edibles and all of that. You can basically have rain for the whole shop, medical rules. But if you're a recreational shopper like we were, we could see everything, which was weird, and they would tell you about everything, but you could only buy flour. You couldn't buy edibles. You couldn't buy extracts. You could only buy seven and a half was it seven? It was seven and a half grams, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So compared to the like ounce or two that uh, medical patients can can have, so it it was interesting mm-hmm. in that aspect seeing like not everything being prepackaged like in a store. Like you have your jars and then your bag. That was the part that was. It weird was to me. big jars, and yeah. he's like, "How much do you want?" <laughs> and then it was he'd weigh it out there, and yeah, yeah. The Oregon was a little more fun because of the big jars. It's like you see the bounty. And that's what all the dispensaries are like, like in yeah. Montana even. Like it was just big jars of different strains of cannabis that, you know, you could uh-huh. may or may not have been the cannabis that was labeled as. You mm-hmm. never know. <laughs> but it's, it's close. That was my thing. It seemed because I had seen here first. Mm-hmm. It seemed more sketchy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really what's in there? He's well, like, the well, medical we don't shops know exactly here... what farm we got that from. We don't know quite where that came from. The guy some, here does grow some weed, but not but we all of his it weed. all because it was cannabis cup oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so there was he really had no backing as to where or what kind of weed it really was. So it could have been. Well, complete. I mean, it, it is tested and everything, and this the, was three and a half grams of Firefly. The Oregon shop was really closer to the candy store metaphor, where yeah. you walk in, yeah, there's yeah. these giant jars filled with candy. And you say, oh, I want a half pound of that. But you can't three touch pounds it. of that. But well, you, you can't, can't touch, touch it in the candy, candy store either. either. Oh, come jinx. on. Oh, Jinx. Now you both shut the fuck up. Ah, ah buy me a soda. No, and, and they weren't as for as much as the kid <laughs> I was like. Out there. Ooh. 
As much as the kid was like, we're watched, we're being watched all the time by these cameras, he sure, like, didn't really... Uh, he was he kind of was maybe too stoned to get his game on point, it seemed like. like he was kind of fumbling and and, and kind of... I, I don't know. He was really nice and everything, definitely. Uh, but uh, There was something off about that kid, there though. Was there was something off about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was kind of on the lookout here in Washington and Oregon looking to see if uh, it had turned to idiocracy in the because last year. Because of all year. the potheads? Yeah, and so I was wondering if I was just going to walk into a place that was just surrounded by... Really? I that. feel like there's, there's more idiocracy happening in the Bible Belt in the yeah, deep maybe. south than I, there is here on the coast in Washington. Maybe the closest we got was in that Oregon store. Yeah. <laughs> but it, not too bad. I, I'm pretty impressed. The people here are keeping their shit together. I know. We've, we've, we can buy and sell weed and like still... What live? But it, as you point <laughs> out, function. Function. Everybody has long practice at actually smoking it. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. That's, maybe, so maybe that's the fallacy. It ain't nothing new. <laughs> that's the fallacy of idiocracy. What do you think of? Uh, you met our friend from Growers Outlet, uh, the owner there, Andrew. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Did he seem like a uh, a weed pioneering? rec shop owner to you or he was just like i'm just here to sell weed no he he, he seemed uh on point uh optimistic I, I think he definitely had an optimistic outlook uh he obviously put a lot of work into his shop into his store and setup and i i think uh he's put a lot of money and effort into it and he's looking for the payoff and i, I think he's gonna get it I think so too. Slow and steady. And now, uh, as a person, what do you think of him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is a jovial motherfucker. My, my, I swear, every time I go in there, he is just like Santa Claus. Like yeah. he's just so jolly he's and too happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. It I, is. I, he's really a happy guy. Like this is like how Matt's job has made Matt super happy, and this like like you told like you had told Matt's boss uh-huh. that this play, his job has made him extremely happy. I feel like that job has done that for Andrew. Yeah, for someone that sells more weed than he smokes, like he is unusually happy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's real quick. Here, this is uh, some Firefly that we got from uh, the Oregon Medical slash Rec Shop. Uh, do you want to just go ahead and give this a quick smell? And we've been training MDS here on weed reviews and how to do them and all of the. The different descriptors. Oh. Is this the one with my name on it or it yours? It sure is. That's your yeah. name. So Unless you're not even legally allowed I'm, to. I'm not born touch in it? the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, we're not driving, so it's okay. That was the other thing. Like when you buy it, your name gets printed on the sticker. In Oregon. Yeah. In Oregon. Yeah, not here. But uh, yeah, it gets printed on the sticker, and then that sticker goes on the bag, and that bag has to be in that person's possession. So if, like, when we all got in the car, because. You know, you can only buy seven grams each, seven and a half each. So we each had to buy our our quarters. So he's like, "All right, now make sure that you have the one with your name on you. Have, if you get pulled over, because they will check that, I guess." So that, that was kind of funny. Like, put our name on it, and he's like, "Here's your." Money. So does that mean we all have to have like our own joint in Oregon? Like, we can't share because this we had my name on. No, it? once you get it home, <laughs> this is just the rules for like I guess public transportation of it. Like well, here in Washington, that, that's what I mean. Like we're all walking down a... the street. Like if we're just walking down, well, you the street. can't smoke in public. Yeah, okay. There you go. Freedom indeed, my friends. Freedom indeed. So which one is this again? That is the Firefly, named after one of our favorite sci-fi TV show slash movies. Right. Well, I I would say 
I can sm- definitely smell the terpenes. Ooh, ooh, uh, pulling out a little, the big words. A little lemony and uh, a little uh, uh, laundry detergent. Ooh, lemony oh. laundry lemony detergent. Laundry I like, detergent. That, beats, that beats the piney A1 sauce smell no, of the he said other weed that we were. You, you've been laughing at me all weekend as I try and drag descriptions <laughs> out of me. I've been adding like, bits and pieces <laughs> of what he says to these latest weed reviews because they're all weed that we've been reviewing since he got here. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's like me doing wine tasting. Uh, tastes like grape juice. <laughs> Tastes like vinegar and piss. Is that is that a an after note of some shit in there as well? What do you think, BJ? I think it's got a bit of a pine citrus. Ooh, a pine citrus. Interesting. I'm sure the podcast listeners are loving this, but take the bud and you crack it open and you just jam your nose in there and you go. <laughs> and then you make up a bunch of uh adjectives. Oh, I would also say the rhizomes are exceptional. Ooh, the rhizomes. I, now you're just making shit up. I like that. That's, that's cutting edge. That right there. You can see them. Look at these. Oh, the trichomes. Trichome. I told you. Oh, that's <laughs> what I said. I thought you were being a smartass and being like the ribosomes or some shit. That's like, look at its DNA. Yes. Look at its ACTs and Gs. Did, They're all amazing looking. I can see the double helixes. You could after you smoke some. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw some last night. How also, yeah, we, we kind of gave you your first uh, borderline psychedelic experience on, oh, uh, yeah, that, on some whippets. What did you think of that? How can you just do that and do it? Oh, it was, how can you just do nuts. a whole box of those, Matt, by yourself and not share with us? It, it <laughs> Practice, was, bro. It was Practice. really strange. It really was like a kick in the head. It's always amusing to me like to watch uh, our friends that have never experienced that sort of thing and then because that's probably the lightest most gentlest one to start you out on if you want to climb that ladder to enlightenment right so the the nitrous it's like over in 10 seconds 15 seconds but it is a little toe dip into the the stream of of what that other reality can offer it was like 10 or 15 minutes but yeah i was wacky you had some legs on that one i was like into my eighth balloon and he's still there like I could move if I wanted to. No, but, but that, I don't want to. But that, so I'm just gonna stay right here. But that was from the trisomes. <laughs> the trichomes. Yeah. That's what I said. That's right. <laughs> it was from the riboflavin. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it, it, the awesome. the whip it really came out of nowhere. Uh, just when I thought it was done or it wasn't gonna happen, it came back. and then and then whammo, wavy, huh? It was it was wavy, and there was it was blue light and green light. Uh, but I thought it would be giggly euphoric, but it was it wasn't like that for me. It was I was just off off in a in a club somewhere. <coughs> now do you assume hammered. that because he giggles a lot when he does it? <laughs> He's like, <"Yee!"> <coughs> <coughs> or because it's called laughing gas. <coughs> See, all of yeah, these I wasn't laughing can, can be tailored to your preconceptions that you have of them when you go into it, the pretax and and everything. But I'm like, smell this grape smelling bud. And you smell it, that's going to be in your head. But if I'm like, hey, this bud smells like dog shit, smell it. And you're going to be like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. I think you, you need no, to add some I terpenes won't. to the whippets. So get them flavored right. Ooh, could you flavor nitrous with terps? <laughs> so you get <laughs> no. Pat that. Pat oh, that. No. You that do it. Awful. You do it. You got a whole lab down first the street. Of all, <laughs> first of all, nitrous is cold, right? That's going to freeze the terps. 
You're going to end up getting like shrapnel no, it's not cold. of terpenes in the back of your throat. No, it's not cold. It's the expansion that makes it cold. What? It's not, it's not cold when bro, it's sitting there in the can. Are you a physicist even? Do you even physicist, bro? Who, whose law is that? Kepler? Who? I, I think that's the trizome. Not, not Newton, which is the law that says an expanding gas gets colder. The law of fatal attraction. It's the law of thermodynamics. It's not cold when it's sitting there in the box, you knucklehead. No, that's true. Interesting. Your boss also said if we stayed here that you could have whipped cream. Oh, yeah, that there nitrous. was actual whipped cream that was made with that. I was like, that's not what those are for. <laughs> They're for whippets, duh. I actually so. want one of those. A whippet? Or whipped cream? The canister that I add the whippet to to make ah, the whipped cream. Right, right. The tools. The tools of the trade. So I can make homemade whipped cream, yes. So af- after this experience now, do you think you're one step closer to being able to handle like a, a barter fair situation or perhaps a Burning Man type of, of situation? Well, I I do understand the Jam Hole Church is kind of a lightweight organization. It's just a baby step into the whole thing, right? Basically, we're yeah. like we're the bottom rung, just above the shit there, like so that you can start climbing above uh-huh. it. We are that first, that first step. Well, I I, I do trust in the church. I you should. I, have I, faith, I trust, brother. Have I have faith, faith in the church and that the church will provide. Uh, I'm just not sure. I trust that I can handle it. So that that's what we have to think about. More preparation, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps a good sweat lodging, more or practice, fasting, or more pra- practice, <laughs> more whippets. <laughs> I'll just practice whippets until I'm you ready for doing, barter fair. You are doing well, I would say, for for someone whose endocannabinoid system has not been like fully exploited. Like you've handled, you've handled your shit well, pretty well. I, well, thank you. I, I, but I do feel I was delivered here uh, solely for your amusement. <laughs> <laughs> Give him drugs and see yeah. what he does. This will be awesome. No, that that's that's cool. I'm glad you were able to like get out of your comfort zone a yeah. little bit. At yeah, least. this is not my first rodeo, but I'm no bull rider no, either. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been here before. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've been around this. Yeah, block we, we, before. we got the tour of uh, we got the tour of Sandy's place. We've been around the block, but not. Yeah, you actually, I forgot yeah. about that. You were yeah. here when we did that. So yeah, you've seen like actual medical marijuana grows in Montana, like plants before they're in giant jars of of bounty. Yeah, back in the sandy barn. The sandy barn. Yeah, I remember that. There on the corner. Yeah. Those are good times. Is that where all those pictures are taken? No, those were taken at the dispensary up the road from the sandy barn. Oh. Yeah. So, it was really cool to meet Rose though. Yeah. She's a trip. Jam hole sure. veteran. I know. She was like one of the first people or hotbox really... maybe. Yeah, hotbox. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we interviewed her way back. She was like schooling fools on decarboxylation back in like, oh, what was that? Oh, it would have been 2010. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. She was on fire back then. I know. She, she was, was just She's so... not so much now because of, of her position. It's like, well, now I can't really educate everyone because it's, you know, it's kind of what we're doing. So, but she but was yeah, a... back then. She was like all about it. She was all sure. over those rhizomes and trisomes. Oh, yeah. Tricorders. Flavins and the. And the tricorders. And the, the turpentines. <laughs> now it's like your secret sauce. Oh, that's so. awesome. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of this kind of stuff, and I think this is probably the best one. And uh, once we're full-on marijuana millionaires, we will probably have to invest in something called the Vivos. 
Now, this is the ultimate doomsday community bunker for the rich and the paranoid. I'm not really paranoid, but then again, I'm not really rich. <laughs> but one day, huh? One day. Uh, they say lots of people are obsessed with the idea of post-apocalyptic world and playing to their fears and fantasies is what Vivos, <laughs> Vivos does best. Uh, they create luxurious doomsday bunkers created by California entrepreneur Robert Vincino. The bunkers are exclusively meant for those who can afford them and deemed worthy of the owner himself. Uh, they own a network of underground shelters, but the exact locations are carefully guarded secrets. Uh, uh, Vivos is the only co-ownership community shelter network on the planet, reads the marketing material, which assumes that the time for evacuation is fast approaching. Uh, they say limited space is still available for those that qualify. For those that cha-ching qualify, uh, members are now boarding. Don't be left on the other side of the door when the purge starts to happen, bro. That swimming <laughs> pool doesn't look like a bunker to me, though. No, well, isn't that the point? And you've maybe seen stuff like this on the show, Doomsday Preppers or whatever. And they, the one I saw on that show, that was like their whole goal was to make it a bunker without seeming like a bunker so that your psychology doesn't – you're not like, oh, fuck, I'm in a bunker. Like people had jobs in there they had to go to. It was like a normal community just, you know, in a in a bunker. <laughs> How do you think paranoia you're is – trying to live in a bubble basically. Kind of. Well, not a bubble, like a titanium-plated fucking steel, like a, a fortress. Yes. Yeah. No, bubbles are soft and can pop. A fortress can withstand anything. What do you think the paranoia trend is? How is this because of zombies? Is that yeah, the next well, logical step? That was well? my question. Is, is Are these shows that Walking Dead AMC is going to basically 52-week-a-year your... zombies? Um, the are, zombie channel. Are people getting more paranoid lately? Is 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 the whole prepper thing? It's because thing? of that, though, right? It's the whole the media controls the mind thing. So if if people like Facebook showed us that that is true with their uh, newsfeed experiment, right? Sure. They were making people feel a certain way based on what they would show them in their feed. It's it's all control like that. So if yeah, if you're fed a bunch of this stuff, of course we're all gonna usher in the end of the world in our own little way. Because I hadn't seen any Walking Dead, and just after watching two episodes, I wanted to go buy a gun and get some right? chickens and 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 start and, shooting and, and, and some honeybees. I mean, or just no, just to be ready. It's so paranoia is a thing. Well, and See, I don't have... understand that aspect of it, but I've also grown up from day one around guns but he and... has a cause to feel that way living in florida which will disappear here in the next two to three years you guys are going underwater you know that right you're you guys are gonna disappear i can hold my breath <laughs> <laughs> i got a boat i got an ark have you uh kept in touch with those aliens in atlantis so that you yeah. can, um, in the Bermuda Triangle. Like, like in the, the movie The Abyss. You're just so like, that when save it goes me. down, they will save you? Because uh, I'm sure they'll save the smart ones. They don't want any of the stupid idiots up here. So. I have my packing peanuts. I'm <laughs> safe. I can build a raft. I'm going to build a replica of this guy's fucking bunker out of packing peanuts. <laughs> on the water. <laughs> <coughs> they say this underground complex can accommodate up to 80 people <coughs> Excuse me, for a minimum of one year of fully autonomous survival. Autonomous. 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 
I'm the one pronouncing it. It's pronounced <laughs> autonomous. <laughs> You're in control of the soundboard, so I got to let you win. Autonomous, bro. <laughs> it is said to resemble a very tasteful, comfortable four-star hotel, complete with food supplies, toiletries, linens, prostitutes, medical supplies, a year supply of fuel, a deep water well, geothermal heating and cooling, bedroom suites, bathrooms, theater, Dining, lounge areas, exercise equipment, and even kennels for your weird fucking pets. Please, while we're here trying to, like, save ourselves, bring all your fucking animals, too. Because we'll need something to eat after that year of rations uh, is is finished. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, there's a garden, of course. A good collection of security security devices. What do you suppose that is? What's in their collection of security devices? Uh, That... Thing that goes in your nose. Oh, in that movie, in that show, Heroes. Yeah, Video Heroes. Yeah. Oh, Glad you, you knew what I was talking about. You just about. sucked my powers out of my nose. Gross. And it's six feet long when you pull it out. That's so gross. <laughs> Spoiler alert: that thing is fucking gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can grow fresh veggies there. You can you can do whatever. Everything you would need to survive a natural nuclear or my their words, not mine. Even zombie disaster. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Zombies, yo. Residents only need to be rich, bring themselves their personal clothing and any necessary medication. (laughs) If you could just bring all the medication, that would be helpful. What if this guy's trolling, and he's, instead of going out and, like, looting people's houses and dead bodies, he's just having them bring... All He's the shit just having there, it all over them, button pressed, locked down, well, and now I just own all your shit. Thank you, rich people. Thank you very much. Well, of course he's trolling. The best troll ever. He's trolling for rich people. That is true, right? Right, but then he by offering them the them one thing shit? that they can't buy, right, or they can't they can't offer themselves, I guess, which is this this dope ass underground network of bunkers, <laughs> this four star bunker hotel. Oh, that's pretty badass, though. I wish I was rich enough to, like... I would just have one. Like, we'd just go and have, like, seminars and and ayahuasca retreats in it, you know? It would be easier to get a shovel and literally bury your money in a hole. (laughs) You think? But (laughs) look at this. Are you guys... Here, we should be be screen sharing this for the the eight listeners that that are watching this. Look at this. Look at this guy, just smug, hands crossed with his giant steel door. That's cool. Here's the living space, for those of you watching live. Uh, Not too bad. A little home theater there, looking real nice. I don't know what this is. That's the round table, right? Where's the knights? That's where they gather, the Jedis gather, and they have their... Oh, it looked like a bathroom from here. That is not a toilet. Okay. Although... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, that is, look at this, an, un, look at this, a, an aquarium. Is that an aquarium? That looks like an aquarium. Yeah. And you got people that live there and take care of that shit, right? That's, that's pretty phenomenal. Here we have a map of one or one is located secretly beneath a huge forest, as they say in the article. Not We're too bad. Beneath a forest. In case of an actual doomsday event, accepted members of the exclusive Vivos Club will arrive at one of the bunkers at their own discretion prior to lockdown, 
landing their private planes at one of the conveniently nearby airports. From there, they'll be picked up by our helicopters and safely flown to the bunker where they will access their private quarters. Apart from the base mount, for their respective living quarters area, each family will have to pay their fair share of the cost for operational management, staffing, taxes, insurance, maintenance, utilities, and restocking as needed. So... So Taxes? Hold up. Who's uh, hold up? Who So this is Doomsday prepping for millionaires is what it is. Right, but who am I paying taxes to in a doomsday scenario? If Caesar is dead, who then does Caesar's taxes go? I oh. created these buildings on all this property that I own. So he is Caesar. So you this are guy. going to pay me to stay in my land. Uh, okay, well, what's his you, name? He is Caesar. You only pay the taxes until the doomsday hits. After oh, that, oh, after that, then yeah. like, is it? It's, it's like insurance, yeah. and you get that yeah. back. We do have social order right now. <laughs> Everybody must pay their taxes for now. You pay your taxes. Shit, yeah. Damn right. Pay all my taxes. Thirty-five thousand dollars for adults. Twenty-five thousand dollars for children. If you want to live in one of the Indiana spaces that remain, and you can have monthly payments if you want. You know. That's not too bad. I mean, that's that's like the cost of a, a Hellcat Challenger, you know, like fully loaded. I mean, that's forty grand a month, or uh, what's a Hellcat Challenger? It says uh, like my car, but like way faster with the V eight and the all wheel drive. Like the Hellcat pack is the race pack that Dodge oh, okay. uh, makes for it. I guess uh, it says one time <clears throat> a one time fee. Yeah. Uh. So that's to just get you in, right? Because then at the bottom it was like, oh, but you all also have to pay to keep it going, right? Oh. Yeah, right, apart from the base amount, spot. then you each have to pay your fair share of costs for all the operations. Yeah, okay. So. so at that point it becomes communal living and whatever expenses there are, y'all paying your portion. Right. It's just an underground condo. That's it. Pretty much, right? It's, But it's like it's fortified. Underground fortified condo. It's more like an underground prison than a condo, I would say. Uh, this is kind of awesome for uh, people, you know, that want gun control. Uh, in Indiana, there was a dog. Its name was Trigger, and it shot its owner. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know if you put the dog down, because it kind of has a taste for blood, but not in, like, the same way traditionally, you know? If a dog... Bites its owner and gets a taste for blood. Yes. Yes. Well, it was he his... has the metaphorical taste for blood. Wow. <laughs> Trigger. Well, uh, it's his destiny. It could be. 12-year-old, a uh, 12-gauge shotgun. 25-year-old Allie Carter. She set her shotgun on the ground without the safety on. Hmm? Uh, safety first, right? Uh, uh, it was during a waterfowl hunt. And the chocolate Labrador trigger stepped on the shotgun and depressed the trigger shot in the left foot at point blank range with a shotgun (laughs) suffering injuries to her foot and toes so she was treated at two hospitals and released that's weird like one for the toes and one for the foot one hospital wasn't sufficient so they just sustain they just did what they could till they got her to the other one makes sense are, are we going to be shooting guns while I'm here? We always shoot guns when I go to uh, visit. No, there's actually, there's no guns here, actually. So Somewhere in the state, there must be guns. No, I mean, there's guns here. There's just not, like, we didn't bring guns from Montana. Like, all of our guns are, are still in Montana. <laughs> it's 
So different. Oh, very sad. Yeah. Right? Well, I know. If you would have said that, we could have went to the gun club or something. I don't know. <laughs> we could go Last throw. Minute. We could go throw knives at stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, Bob brought his blowgun. So yeah, there are guns here. There's blowguns. We have Blow- your old roommate's uh, pellet guns, those BB gun things. Oh, yeah. Those are airsoft. Yeah. So, oh, we, yes. Yes, We, we were going to go blowgunning for deer. No, we could go blowgunning for those birds you keep watching out there. The that loons. The loons. Why can't we blowgun a deer? Come on. What about have, the sheep? Have you ever tried to blowgun a deer? No, that's why I want to try it. <laughs> for, let me tell you from experience, it's really hard. You're like running through the woods and then trying to get enough breath to launch one of those darts at a deer. Deer have like thick, thick armor. Maybe I don't know if you've ever petted a deer up close. (laughs) They're kind of like lizards. Petted? Petted a deer. They're kind of like lizards. They're very thick. Okay, we go to Goat Island then. Ooh, we could do that. We could blowgun a a goat for sure. Uh, In Atlanta, they are searching for a woman who was wearing a Beetlejuice costume when she... Did a little hit and run. Uh, there's awesome surveillance video that you can probably watch. Uh, the suspect's car nearly flipped when it hit a Mercedes Benz that was just parked, just hanging out on the street. Uh, the video shows the driver getting out and inspecting the damage after the crash. <laughs> the The video shows Beetlejuice getting out and inspecting the damage. Uh, minutes later, two other costume men arrived and helped the driver push the woman's car off of the parked Mercedes. <laughs> the Mercedes is totaled, and she is blaming the driver for taking off. So that's pretty awesome. They did not say it three times. No, that the the <laughs> name was not said three times. Thank you. It's <laughs> a good point. <clears throat> Have you ever been to Zakistan? Either of you? No. Zakistan is in Utah, uh, and it's a what what we like to call in anthropology a micronation. Are you familiar with the term micronation? It's like a nation, but smaller. But smaller. Okay. Oh. Like way smaller. Like the Vatican. Like this bedroom right here, you could almost consider a micronation. San Marino. Right. <laughs> Hong Kong. Uh, but yeah, this kid, he's uh, from New York. He is going to uh, just kind of the Republic of Zakistan. I live here. This is my, my shit. Uh, he purchased two acres of desert located 60 miles from the nearest town on eBay for $610 back in 05. That's not bad. That's, that's smart business, right? Yeah. Two acres, 600 bucks. That's, yeah, that's bargain. not bad. Uh, the conceptual goal is I want it to become a real country, he said. He adds out here, it's not that crazy of an idea to have your own little spot and to do your thing. Uh, he calls himself the president of Zakistan. He admits he initially found owning the land a hassle, but says now he has grown to like it. Uh, he has even created a flag, a victory arch, and a robot sentry to watch over the land's borders for intruders. So. Uh-huh. The unofficial motto, if you were curious, for Zakistan is, quote, something from nothing. It doesn't so. seem to be one of these data havens like the guys that are doing the the nations on top of the oil rigs. Right. Well, those are specifically in international waters to do that. This is just in fucking Utah. Yeah, but if you're so going to have a like, country, you might as well put in some servers. 
Well, yeah, that's true. But a country not in international waters? Like, do you still Well, a country have... is a country no matter where it is, right? Is it, though? Doesn't matter if you're surrounded so or not. So does that make him a third world country? Uh, have you seen these pictures? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying from what I'm seeing. I think you should team up with this guy. Put in some servers. I like that idea. We get our new... Can we uh, run some fiber? Can we get Google yeah. to fly some loons over that thing? Get our new TLD, our country code. Ooh, I like that. What would it be? Dot Z A. Got Dix. in on that real quick. Z I. Dot Zhai. Zikistan. What was it? No, what would the, the top level be? It'd have to be like dot dicks or something, right? Oh, okay. I mean, what? I don't know. Dot. No, Zikistan. if you're a real country, you get two letters. Oh, that. Like I was Z -A. thinking like the new TLDs. Like, that no, dot, like, like, dot, like dot US. It'd be yeah, dot yeah, Z A okay. for Zakistan. Yeah, I like that. Dot Z N. But for him to just do it for fun, to not have any political reason for for fighting the other nations and issuing your own passports and putting your own servers in there. Could you just seems roll like he's in missing a piece of it. Take over. Like if we took out his robot sentry, we'd pretty much be like we'd take over his country. Right. I, I mean, think that's... he he needs a couple more citizens is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Maybe some women so that you could start repopulating your country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he admits that his dream of Zakistan becoming a country is, quote, impossible, but says he's still going to try and make it happen anyway because, you know, hey, what else am I doing, right? <laughs> Legitimacy is one of those things that's fairly subjective to begin with. Uh, it's one of his friends, Mike Abu. Uh, but when we're talking about it, does it exist? Yeah, there's no question about it. So, yeah, welcome. He's got his own little sign and everything. I feel like this was on The Onion and The Telegraph made it real. Something like that, maybe. You never, <laughs> you never know. Uh, as you know, we had a friend that just came back from Dubai, and I, I, I kept, keep forgetting to ask him that, but this this article is awesome, and apparently there that the police will just call you and ask you why you're not happy. Like, if, if they if they find out you're unhappy, like, they will go out of their way to try and make you happy. What? Because Dubai is about to break into the top 10 rankings of the world's happiest cities. By 2021, you're going to see Dubai in that list. You watch. I thought Disney was the world's most happy place. Yeah, well, watch out, Disney, because here comes Dubai. Uh, they have a simple survey, basically. It, it makes users choose between a frown, a smile, and an unimpressed straight line. This is a very <laughs> unimpressive straight line, sir. Okay. Color, uh, color me unimpressed on this story. The, color me unimpressed on this straight line. The police say they will call those who say they are unhappy and be like, hey, why are you unhappy? So. That's just odd. Weird. I don't yeah. know. I don't want people calling me and being like, hey. The survey received more than 200,000 responses in its first day with 84% saying that they were happy. 6% were neutral and 10% unhappy. Hmm. Watch out that 10%. They're going to be knocking on your door with some happy pills trying to be like, hey. Dubai is doing great things. That's I just wanted to point that out. That's all. Yes, they are. Speaking of happy pills, they make happy pills around here? Uh, I think they might. We saw the truck, right? Yeah, I think that might be one of those, like, uh, what are they called? Scams? I think he was in happy pill business, but now he's in the weed business which is a much more legitimate business than probably selling happy pills. I mean, it depends what the happy pill is. That was not one I have ever heard of, and I have taken a lot of a lot of happy pills in my time. 
never taken one of those, so. Okay. None of us even really Googled or looked at that much more. I that, can't even we? remember what the fuck the name is of it, on, to be honest. I mean, I drive by the truck every day because it's always parked out here, but yeah. Uh, it is almost Halloween before we wrap this up, and there was a couple of awesome articles I did want to uh, to talk about. The The first one is some Halloween costumes Whoa. that you should maybe avoid. That's not just a lion costume, my friends. What? That's Cecil the lion. This is not just a Cecil the Lion costume, my friends. It's a sexy Cecil the Lion costume. If you're watching the live Is that feed, for real? You can see right there. That is, for real, a very sexy Cecil the Lion costume. Right? Complete with tail and all. Of course, we've all seen <laughs> the cat costume in the pirate, right? The, you, we've all seen that. That's, yeah. Uh, so then from Cecil, sexy Cecil the Lion, we have Cecil the Lion's Killer, complete with lion head. Oh, the dentist. Yeah, right? And blood spatter for 60 bucks. It's not bad. <laughs> we have Caitlyn Jenner, I assume for oh. the males to dress up as the Vanity Fair cover Caitlyn. Looking good. Uh, we have, of course, the sexy Cecil. We have the sexy Donald Trump. No, huh? no. Yeah, no, sexy Donald Trump. No. We Can have Donald a... Trump be sexy? Is uh, there anything? If he's dressed up as a chick. Or wait, that came out wrong. If a chick is dressed up as him. <laughs> no, that's not it either. No, I don't think Donald. No, I don't think so. Are, are you ready for Donald Trump to be on Saturday Night Live in a week and a half? Are you ready for Donald Trump to be our fucking president, dude? Well, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, 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 really, could happen. You've been talking to it my won't mom. Happen. It won't you happen. You and my mom. Just it won't happen. There is zero chance. Donnie, right? Zero chance of it happening, dude. I hope you're right because we'll be we'll be all proper fucked. Uh, a, a Ahmed Mohammed costume. Oh, the clock guy. The clock guy, right? Yeah. A oh, he's the best. Sexy Ebola containment suit. That that is kind of sexy with the the mat. Would you wear something like that, BJ? Would you completely get fucked wearing something like that? That's weird. That's hot. That's not, yeah. You think that's hot? That's kind of hot. You're weird. With the mask and everything? <laughs> You're weird. And the rubber gloves? You're weird. Rubber. Okay. Prostate. Big. <laughs> <laughs> what about this little marijuana baby costume? There you go. Right? That's pretty badass. There's is it a badass or is that bad? <laughs> is that in bad taste putting your baby in a pot leaf costume? There was a there was a two-year-old kid on the plane coming over here uh, was wearing a pink Cooters t-shirt. <laughs> that's Cooters that's, bar. That's even worse. Okay. I mean, it's it's a pot leaf. It's not like it's a joint like you would smoke the baby. <laughs> pot leaf <laughs> is, you know. BJ, which would be more appropriate for your kid, uh, the weed costume or a Cooters t-shirt? Ooh. CPS, phone in with your <laughs> thoughts. I would rather my kid wear a freaking leaf. Like, okay. That's, it's a leaf. Leaf it is. Leaf. It's a costume. Leaf wins. Can we name her Leaf? Leaf is in. Cooter is what out. What do you... Real quick. Uh, and then the Poshtoon Papa. I don't know what that is. Uh, and Sexy Pizza Rat? I don't know what Pizza Rat is. Is that a meme? What? Oh, that's a meme. Pizza Rat? You missed the Pizza what? Rat meme? That was last week. Internet? That was last week. Remember what we had this talk? Internet. You guys have seen the pizza. Internet, rat. you remember what we You've said seen about the pizza rat? About You're the joking. Back to the future. You're joking. Thing? No, I have You're not joking. seen pizza rat. Well, you better pull it up right now. Oh no, I'm not. That's uh. not happening. Is there audio to it? No, that's not happening. Couldn't tell you. Sexy pizza rat. So, all right. Uh, and then this one is pretty awesome. 
not just like some people don't just go out they go out as couples right like a salt and battery do you remember that one from a few uh-huh. years ago okay so uh here's one it is boobs okay so you're just each wearing part of a shirt that's boobs so they're each a boob they're each a boob mm-hmm. right okay is that like in woody allen's sleeper where he says uh, these things usually travel in pairs yes. <laughs> i haven't seen that in ages <laughs> the caitlin set both before and after uh classy a pair of caitlin's a pair of caitlin's his and her caitlin's <laughs> uh of course the boobs this one kind of amusing the sec the, the plug the plug outlet and then you can stick it in her i guess kind of it's the u.s version yeah well yeah <laughs> that's 120 <laughs> 120 the uh the the fork and the spoon of course uh the I'd go gross... as a spork. I wouldn't go as a fork or a spoon. Did you just like I don't even know how you would do that. A spork with two people? The point is that these are couples. Costumes. Oh, okay. okay. So by myself I'd want a spork. Right, right, right. Got it. Uh I don't know what this is. Halloween Whopper, I guess. Oh yeah, they have a a green That's green disgusting. bun black yeah. Princess it makes you pee? poop green. Did you know that? That's disgusting. Princess, you know what else makes you poop green? <laughs> Princess no. and the pea. If you eat a bunch of those, uh, what are those candies that we were eating a bunch of? You the, were eating sweet tart taffies. Yeah. If you eat a bunch of blue sweet tart taffies, I'll make you poop green. Uh, <laughs> this, the princess and the pea, right? Uh, carrot and a sexy slutty bunny. And then, uh, of course, this cool double emoji costume. So. And sharks. Of course, the shark. I think our shark costume's better. Yeah, by far. Constellations? Minions? There you go. So, you are allowed to punch anyone in the face, I believe, that you see wearing any of those costumes. uh, Especially the sexy Donald Trump. Most certainly. That one actually could be shot on site. Pretty sure. I agree. Well, we are going to be having a baby shower later. I brought supplies. Oh, yeah. We're you have a big party. So what kind of supplies did you bring? BJ, congratulations. <laughs> Matt, well, congrats. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I brought zombie, zombie zone tape Ooh, I and like spider that. webs and glow sticks. Perfect. It's going to be... The princess of darkness will definitely appreciate that. It's going to be a red-headed uh, bridal shower. I want to show you this chart real quick before we before we get out of here. And uh, what this is, is a chart of where people like or don't like to be touched, right? Depending yeah. on if you're a partner, friend, mother, father, acquaintance, stranger, uncle. Yeah. Notice uncle, he doesn't like anything down here in the midsection. Below Black the means belt. no. Black means no. Okay. <laughs> so the uncle, don't touch. If, if you have an uncle, just keep your hands above the belt and off his breasts. We also have a little spot there where <laughs> oh, he doesn't um, like the breast. Uncle being boobs. Uncle boobs. Uh, the father, he's pretty much down to get touched anywhere but the dick and balls area <laughs> here. Same with the brother and the aunt, which is weird. That might have been your uncle. Yeah, the uncle is like, stay away from my boobs and dick. The aunt's <laughs> like, you can touch my boobs, just stay away from my dick. I mean, my pussy. But which, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. That is true. She may be. <laughs> The strangers are just like, don't touch me anywhere from the neck down to my knees. <laughs> Pretty much. So, 
That's pretty weird. I don't I don't know how I found that. It was just uh weird. So uh, that's they not say the... that some results are unsurprising, such as women are generally more comfortable with being touched than men. However, there were some unexpected findings, such as men would rather be touched on their genitals by a casual female acquaintance than by their own mother. Is that surprising? Really? I would just have some random chick I'm friends with touch my dick and balls instead of my mom. That's surprising, Matt. Uh, is it? You could also use this chart for the show me where the man touched you. Right. <laughs> Where does where did the man most uncomfortably touch you? Uh, for women, it is completely taboo to be touched intimately by someone other than their partner or mother. Huh? You women are fucking weird. Unexpectedly, Italians were less comfortable being touched than Russians, and overall, the Finns were the most comfortable. You can touch Finns wherever. Finger in the butt doesn't matter. What color? <laughs> what, what color am I touching you on now, BJ? <laughs> the shoulder is a red zone. Oh no, the shoulders are yellow zones, okay. which are comfortable to appropriate. It felt appropriate. That's so weird. Even uh, in an era of mobile communications and social media, <laughs> so touch is still important for establishing and maintaining the bonds between people. We know that if people don't see each other, the quality of that relationship diminishes, and your best friend will bump down to just an acquaintance. So your best friend goes from touch me all over to watch out for the dick and balls area. So is that how you find out how close your friend is? Is you touch them all over? I and try to... Like, and you watch their like facial I actually, expressions? I print out this chart, and I always <laughs> keep a copy in my wallet. <laughs> and then I have a profile for each one of my friends. And then I can just refer to that as to where they like to be touched. And then I will commence the touching because as an Italian, I'm comfortable touching everything everywhere. So, But not being touched is what it said. Well, you can touch me sometimes. Depends what you're touching. <laughs> <laughs> Upon greeting a stranger, offering to shake hands is the most standard gesture and is appropriate for both social and professional meetings. A handshake is never viewed as rude and carries little risk of making anybody feel uncomfortable. Now switch that handshake up for a hand to crotch shake. See who gets uncomfortable. Social I would kissing? Give a hug. Are you a social kisser? Not really. MDS social kisser? Social? Only when you're in France? What's social? <laughs> uh, social kissing, although increasingly taking over from the traditional handshake, is not appropriate in all situations and on the whole. Is <laughs> not appropriate on the whole. <laughs> <laughs> and should only be used among friends. Friends' holes. You need to protect your hole. And that's right. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag protect my hole. Uh, not upon first meeting. <laughs> Well, the results indicate that touching is an important means of maintaining social relationships. Uh, the touch space map is closely associated with the pleasure caused by touching. The greater the pleasure caused by touching a specific area of the body, such as the dick and balls, the more selectively we allow others to touch the dick and balls. So, Does it have a hug one on there? Like one it's to got grow the on. kiss and it's got the... Uh, no, handshake, there's just handshake. There's, no there's the hand job, the handshake, and uh, the kissing. Okay. So, yeah. So there you go. Better to know in life. Uh, what started all this, I guess, is Michelle Obama. She inappropriately groped the queen. Apparently, did that happen? I, see, I, I'm out of touch with all she this. She hugged her. Is what it looks nonsense. like. Nonsense. 
It looks like the queen's getting a little low there, though. If you can, we can we screen share this real quick. So here? who's inappropriately touching her? It, here, if you look at this picture right here, the white glove, black dress, uh, that hand is right on Michelle Obama's crack, right? Well, I would That's go with the crack. queen looks more um, inappropriately touching Barack's Obama over here, like making. I mean, he's eye contact with the queen. The queen's like, yeah, I'm gonna you, you know, like she's mouthing inappropriateness at the president michelle about his wife michelle just trying to like get her into the the mood basically with just a a calming caress but yeah basically almost started world war three uh is what happened so i'm glad that was avoided Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i think you're misreading it i that could be that that that's always a possibility. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, anything else? MDS, always a pleasure to have you on. Have you here in person in the the Jam Hole condo? Thank you very much. Thank you, BJ. I miss all my Jam Hole buddies. Wish I could see you more often. I, I always, when you come visit, I always feel like Jam Hole Corporate down there in Florida is uh, sending someone up to like run an audit, and you're all like, "Yep, okay, uh-huh. drugs check, okay, still alive, check, okay." Yeah. So, it's good uh, to have you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, hi to nice all my Jam Hole folks, all the people that I met, thanks to you. And yeah. it's been dozens and dozens of people Are I you met. really thankful thanks for the people you. Matt has had you meet? Absolutely. Some of them. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Almost uh, yeah, all I'm going to try and do this snowmobile trip in February. I don't know if that's even a possibility now with, uh, with the baby. But I'm going to try and get the fuck out and go ride some sleds with Puffer uh, one time. So, who knows? Packing peanuts, told you. Packing peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. TheJamble.com, that's the site. Uh, If you listen to the end of last episode, you'll hear some new music coming out, Project LD50, uh, something me and my brother and a couple friends are working on. So that'll hopefully be out before the baby comes out. Uh, And, uh, yeah, TheJamble.com slash music. You can check out the last album we put out. And, hey, if you're buying shit on Amazon, do it through our link. Bookmark that shit. We appreciate it. We get, like, eight cents for everything you buy. But that shit adds up over the course of five years. So by the time that baby's 10, be able to buy her like <laughs> some, some toilet paper or something on Amazon. <laughs> so we're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. Leave a review if you listen, all that stuff. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. You are listening to The Jam Hole. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hole.com. <laughs>